Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. My name is Benson Fetcher, and I'll be the host of your show today. Pirates baseball is back in full swing as the Pirates played eight games this past week, owning a record of three, four, and one in Grapefruit League play. It all started off last Saturday as the Pirates won against the Philadelphia Phillies by a score of three to two. And the following day, they beat the Marlins 10-6. to And the following day, against the Red Sox, beating the Red Sox by the score of 4-3 to with a record of 3-0. and Then starting for the worst after that, losing to the Twins on Tuesday, 5-6. to To the Blue Jays on Wednesday, 2-1. to Yankees on Thursday, 8-6. to Yesterday, in split squad action, dropping the game to the Phillies, 7-3. to And having a tie against the Blue Jays by a score of 1-1. to Let's get into our weekly awards. Player of the week goes to Will Craig, 273 average. He was 3 for 11. He had an RBI. If you guys know, uh, if you've been following the podcast for a while now, going back to the Arizona Fall League with a surprise to Guaros, Will Craig has consistently been our player of the week for a while. He has a very exciting future. He is a completely underrated prospect. And, I believe he's going to benefit greatly when the DH is eventually added to Major League Baseball because that's I believe that's where he slots in perfectly. Last year, um, in all the leagues combined, you know, double-A into the AFL, he had 120 RBIs, 24 home runs. If you add in the AFL, 30 home runs. The guy, Nash, and he's just continuing that into spring training, having a high on-base percentage, only three hits, but the, the OBP is what you like to see, just him having quality at-bats. And Will Craig is going to be an exciting player for the future of this Pittsburgh Pirates team. Let's go to Pitcher of the Week, Kyle Crick. Pitched one inning, did get the loss, gave up a hit, one earned run, a walk, struck out three. Unfortunately, has an ERA of nine, but that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the fact that he came in and he struck out three guys. Really the only pitcher from the Wolfpack uh, to pitch so far. Uh, this spring training in the first eight games. And he, he looked good. He had a little bit of control issues towards the end of that inning, uh, which the walk allowed the double, which uh, scored that run. But ultimately, he struck out three guys. That's what you want to see in spring training. The swing and miss action, he did look good. Uh, not too concerned about the walk and the run. He will he'll clean all that up. Uh, but Kyle Quick is going to be a very valuable member to this Pittsburgh Pirates team in 2019. He will be the seventh inning guy. He was one of the best eighth inning guys on the National League before the CUNY Keller acquisition. Just expect some more domination from Kyle Crick in 2019. He's very special, very young, and uh, we'll keep that going. Uh, rookie of the week also going to Will Craig, obviously. Um, now, I don't think he's going to make his debut. Anytime in 2019, uh, he finished up the season in Double A Altoona. I'd expect him to begin the season at Triple A Indy. Uh, he'll probably be the starting first baseman. And really, that that whole Indy infield is going to be really interesting to watch. If I mean, it's going to be Will Craig at first, probably Kevin Kramer at second, Cole Tucker at short, and Key Brian Hayes at third. That 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 infield is like the future of this Pittsburgh Pirates team. And that one of those guys is going to click. Uh, Will Craig. As a, in my opinion, and I said this before, it's a very bold prediction, but it's a prediction that I'm willing to make. I believe that Will Craig will have a better career than Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and we've seen the hype that surrounds Vlad Jr. saying the best prospect of all time. 
long team predictions. But at the same time, I believe that Will Craig is going to be up there with Vlad Jr. one day. All right, Glove of the Week. Jung Ho Gong, 10 total chances, 9 assists. A put out, part of a double play, no errors. Uh, he's been looking smooth at third base to go with his, his three home runs that he's hit this week. Uh, Jung Ho Gong is back. The Gong Show is back in Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll guess in Bradenton, but it will be making its way up north in less than a month here. Um, Jung Ho has looked excellent at third base, and that was really the concern. Was he going to be able to play solid defense, good enough defense to you know play third base, maybe take over the role at third base instead of platooning with Colin Moran? Uh, Moran's got to be a little bit worried because uh, the Gong Show, he is he's looking good, and uh, you know, Hurdle and Huntington said if Gong plays the way he's capable of playing, he could definitely still play Moran as the everyday third baseman. At that point, Moran would just be a bench third baseman, and how valuable is that? But good good looks this week from Gong. Uh, very excited about his third base play. I want to talk about the game this afternoon. Six pitchers that figure to be key cogs for the Pittsburgh Pirates in 2019 will toe the rubber against a powerful Yankee lineup on Saturday afternoon. After picking up a loss and a tie both on the road, split squad action yesterday afternoon, the Pittsburgh Pirates return to Bradenton on Saturday afternoon, owning a record of 3-4-1 in Grapefruit League play. The Bucks will welcome the 3-2 and two New York Yankees to Lee Calm Park. Saturday afternoon's game will be one worth following for Pirate fans. This is due to who is scheduled to pitch. Barring any changes, six pitchers that are projected to play important roles for the Pirates in 2019 are scheduled to pitch. Jordan Lyles will get the start for the Pirates. This will be the second start of the spring for Lyles. Figures to be the favorite to land the final spot in the team starting rotation. Lyles allowed a solo home run while issuing a walk and picking up a strikeout in two innings of work against the Red Sox this past Tuesday. He will look to pitch three innings on Saturday afternoon. Following Lyles, five other pitchers that figure to be key members of the 2019 Pittsburgh Pirates are scheduled to follow. Closer Felipe Vasquez and Tedeman Man Keone Kella will each make their first appearance of the Grapefruit League season. Key high leverage reliever Richard Rodriguez will also make his 2019 Grapefruit debut. The fourth member of the bullpen's core four, Kyle Crick, is also scheduled to pitch. This will be the second outing of the Grapefruit season for Crick. The other projected key pitcher scheduled to take the mound is lefty Francisco Liriano. This will be the third outing of the spring for Liriano. Uh, Liriano has had a strong start to the spring. All signs continue to point toward Liriano earning a spot in the team's opening day bullpen. Ready Dario Agrizal is also scheduled to pitch. Agrizal has already carried a big workload this spring. I've been logged three and a third innings through the first week of games. In these three and a third innings, Pitch is not allowed to run, and it struck out three batters. Saturday's contest will be broadcast on Pirates.com and the MLB at Bat app. First pitch from Lecom Park is scheduled for 1 at 5 p.m. If we can line up, I will let you know. But as of right now, no lineup has been announced for the Pirates game against the Yankees this afternoon at 1 at 5 p.m. Eastern at Lecom Park. But, you know, as I mentioned, it's it's a game worth following for Pirates fans. Really, this this whole Grapefruit League uh, action in these first eight games, we haven't seen, you know, our star pitchers and still haven't seen, you know, the guys in the rotation, J-Mo, Trevor, Chris, uh, Joe. They haven't pitched in uh, in the game yet. 
Uh, and so we've seen, you, you know, the high-profile guys such as Kingham, Brault, uh, Rookie Davis yesterday. Today we're seeing Lyles again. Uh, and really the battle for the fifth rotation spot is what we've been seeing. We've been seeing Lyles. We've been seeing Kingham, Brault, and Davis. Uh, so, you know, the, the the important thing is that Lyles goes out. He pitches a solid three innings, and that's what I want to see today. And really, if you want to take note on today, it's probably a good day to see how many runs the Pirates give up. Because really, outside of Dario Agersol, we shouldn't really be giving up that many runs today, uh, especially with Vasquez, Keller, Crick, and Rodriguez. If the core four of the Wolfpack can shut it down today, I'd be very pleased and very excited. Win or loss, that's what I want to see today. I want to see Lyles go three scoreless, and I want to see the core four uh, pitch scoreless innings as well. You know, Agersol comes in, he's, he's worked a lot of inning so far. I believe he pitched yesterday as well, three and a third so far. He's pitched very well, though. Uh, you know, he's not in the 40-man uh, spring training, you know, non-roster invite. So it would be nice to see him pitch well, you know, maybe complete a shutout. But overall, if we get, you know, Lyles giving up no runs, one run in that area, and then the core four giving up no runs and looking good, uh, that's what I'd be happy with. Again, I give my pitch of the week to Kyle Crick. If he can you know, pitch a scoreless inning. I wasn't too worried about the one run he gave up uh, earlier this week. Pitch a scoreless inning, I'd be very pleased with that as well. Uh, this is going to be interesting, too, because if if the Yankees bring down their guys, which I really hope they do to Bradenton, uh, I want to see Lyles go up against Stanton. I want to see him go up against Judge, Andujar, Torres, Sanchez, Bird, Voigt, those type of guys. That's who you want to see, you know, your guys pitching against because you want to see what they can do against star, powerful players. Uh, ultimately, it's going to be a fun game to follow. Uh, unfortunately, it's not on TV. You can catch the radio broadcast for free on Pirates.com. Always follow on the MLB at that app, but unfortunately, it will not be televised this afternoon. I was talking about uh, the game yesterday. A bunch of prospects got some some action, uh, and it was, it was nice to see. So the Pittsburgh Pirates, they had a split squad day at spring training yesterday. This means there were plenty of players in action. One of the most unique things about tr- spring training is that there are certain days that teams have split squad games. On these days, the Pittsburgh Pirates have two games scheduled against two different opponents. This allows the team to get more players involved in game action. Well, the Pittsburgh Pirates had a split squad day yesterday. Yesterday, the Pittsburgh Pirates had two teams playing. The first team took on the Philadelphia Phillies. Former top 10 prospect Nick Kingham, uh, you got the ball on the mound. Uh, in the other game, new Pittsburgh Pirates Major League Ready prospect rookie Davis made his Pittsburgh Pirates debut against the Blue Jays. One of the more intriguing parts of today's game are the number of prospects that got a chance to play yesterday. In the game against the Phillies, the Pittsburgh Pirates had three prospects in their lineup with at least eight more substituting in during the game. Former first-round pick and projection AAA first baseman Will Craig batted eighth. Kevin Kramer got the start at second base, batting seven. The last uh, prospect is one that many would not really consider being one at this point, and Kevin Newman. Nonetheless, Newman still has prospect status and batted sixth and started at shortstop. As I mentioned before, the Pittsburgh Pirates will have plenty of other prospects making their way into the lineup at some point. The most notable one will be Key Brian Hayes, who will make his way in for Jung Ho Gong mid-game. The team is also giving... 18-year-old infield prospect and top international signing Ji Huan Bei some time in the game. 
Other prospects will include Logan Hill, Bly Madras, Lolo Sanchez, Arden Papps, Jarek Suter, and 2018 draft pick Zach Cohn. The second team taking on the Blue Jays, uh, they had five prospects in the starting lineup. They are all notable players, too. Outfitter Brian Reynolds started in center field, batting fifth. Uh, early spring training standout Jason Martin found his way back to the lineup in the sixth spot, and he played left field. Two of the team's top shortstop prospects were also playing, with Cole Tucker batting seventh at short and Steven Alamese batting ninth and playing second base. The only other prospect in the lineup was catcher Christian Kelly batting eighth. Also, we'll see two of their top prospects coming off the bench. The Bucks 2018 first-round pick Travis Swaggerty, uh, he replaced Brian Reynolds in center field. Meanwhile, fast-fashion prospect Neil Cruz took the place of Cole Tucker. The other most intriguing prospect will be a 2017 second-round pick after Cal Mitchell, who replaced Jason Martin. Other prospects that will play are Mason Martin, Rodolfo Castro, Jason Dele, and Randolph Gassaway. It was a big day for the Pittsburgh Pirates in spring training. The team had two different games going on, and we'll get a chance, they got a chance, to see a lot of their young prospects get a chance to play. However, beyond the prospects, pitchers Nick Kingham and rookie Davis both got a chance to help impress and progress toward the number five spot in this year's rotation. So let's break down the starts from Nick Kingham and rookie Davis from yesterday, because that's really what the storyline was. Okay? Nick Kingham did not impress. Uh, he had two starts in the past week. Um, and overall, uh, in his first start, it was very good. You know, no runs. I believe he pitched, I want to say, two innings. Uh, but yesterday, he just got rocked. I mean, plain and simple, he did not pitch well. He gave up, what, five runs in his brief action yesterday. Let me pull up that box score. But he, he just didn't pitch well, and it's obviously not a good sign. Three innings, six hits, five runs, a walk, and two strikeouts. Uh, not good stuff from the pitcher who's trying to make a case to be in that fifth starting spot. Um, Jordan Lyles, as I've said, is the front runner right now. Uh, and you know, came in his five innings, he started two games. Uh, he's given up eight hits, five runs, two walks, three strikeouts, an area of nine. Uh, not good stuff from the big right-hander. Uh, his first outing, again, was encouraging, but when he went three, you know, fifth of 8.22, um, it, it just was not happening for uh, the right-hander. Um, <clears throat> you know, Cam really needs to move past this, needs to have a good start next time out because – he is out of options, and there is speculation that he, you know, could be DFA'd on designated for assignment if he does not pitch well. Obviously, there's only limited spots in the bullpen, and the Pirates like to have those two long guys at the end. You know, could rookie Davis win that spot? Could even win the spot in the rotation because rookie Davis, he really shined yesterday. Two innings of uh, hitless ball, only allowed walk, struck out three guys. He really impressed. Uh, I, personally, I was watching the the game against the Phillies and sort of following along against the game against the Blue Jays just because the game against the Phillies, you know, we could watch on the Phillies network um, if you have the MLB TV premium app. Uh, so I was watching that. But Rookie Davis, you know, from the reports was excellent. And just looking at his line was excellent as well. Uh, he was labeled as a guy in contention for that fifth starting spot. And he definitely made a case for himself, you know, Guys like Kingham and Brault, they they pitched very well in their first starts, you know, in their first Grapefruit League de debuts. 
But ultimately, both of them struggled. Brawl got knocked on against the Yankees after excellent outing on last week against the uh, the Phillies. And Nick Cam himself, he he got rocked yesterday after two solid innings uh, prior in the week against the Miami Marlins uh, this past Sunday. And rookie Davis, he can take a big step forward if he performs well in his next start. If he performs well in his next start and Lyle struggles today, you might be able to slot rookie Davis as a favorite for that fifth starting spot. Because, you know, Jordan Lyles, he he did not terribly uh, in his his outing. He does have a 4.50 ERA right now, if I can pull up his other numbers thus far in the spring training. Let's see. Yeah, Jordan Lyles, two innings pitched, uh, one hit, one run. So, yeah, he he gave up a home run, and obviously that was the run. Um, and right now you'd still put Lyles as favorite because he only gave up one run. At the end of the day, that's what happened. Rookie Davis obviously had a scoreless out him, so you you put some credence in that. But Lyles is still the front runner. I'd go Rookie Davis as the number two guy right now. And if you're looking at the three and four, I'd probably go Brault because he faced a more potent Yankees lineup than Kingham against the Phillies yesterday. Um, it's my personal preference. I think the Pirates would want to see that left-handed pitcher uh, in the rotation, if at all possible. So the competition, if you break it down right now, I'd, I'd go Lyle still as the front runner. Davis is you know, slightly behind Lyles right now, then you go uh, Kim. Really, he needs a bounce back starting. If he doesn't, he might be on his way out of the Pittsburgh Pirates uniform. Uh, and we'll see what happens there. But just going over the prospects yesterday that played a ton of young guys, like guys who were drafted last year played. You know, Travis Swaggerty, Zach Cohn played yesterday. Let's go to the box score and see how they did. So heading to Philly, uh, Clearwater, uh, Bly Majors, he uh, not not really a top prospect. He did hit a home run last spring. Um, he got one at bat. Uh, he walked and get on his other time. Uh, Key Brian Hayes was one for two yesterday. Uh, Hunter Owen, he also played yesterday. Not really a top prospect. Uh, he was zero for two with a strikeout. Uh, Zach, what's that name? One more. Logan Hill. Logan Hill. Yeah, he played yesterday as well. Uh, 0 for 1, he struck out. Lolo Sanchez, 1 for 1 yesterday. Uh, G. Juan Bay, 0 for 1, he struck out. Zach Cohn, 0 for 1, he also struck out. Jarek Suter, 1 for 1, had a bomb yesterday. And Arnon Passes, 1 for 2, had a big double, but also struck out. Uh, headed over to Dunedin for the other game. Uh, Gasway, Randolph Gasway, yes, he was 0 for 1. Uh, Deion Stafford, uh, uh, the organization's top catching prospect, was 0 for 1. He struck out. Uh, Rodolfo Castro, 0 for 1 uh, from him. Mason Martin, uh, 1 for 2 yesterday. Travis Swaggerty, I was excited to see him. He walked but also struck out. Um, Kyle Mitchell, 1 for 2. He struck out as well. Neil Cruz, 0 for 1. Uh, and Dele, 0 for 1. Alfredo Reyes, also 0 for 1. So a, lo- a lot of top prospects actually getting some work in. Uh, I was excited to see guys such as Swaggery, O'Neal Cruz, Q. Brian Hayes, and I'm just seeing the continuation of Brian Reynolds and Jason Martin as they move towards the big leagues. Uh, definitely yesterday was a day where you see the Pirates' future in action. I mean, some of the guys may not be a part of that future, such as, you know, Randolph Gassaway, Rodolfo Castro, Mason Martin, 
uh, Dele, Alfredo Reyes. But, you know, it's nice to see these young guys get action because you never know who could be a breakout prospect. Overall, it was it was a fun day yesterday. You know, we, we lost and we split, but it was a fun day to see the young guys get some action in. <clears throat> okay, moving on here. Uh, so the Pittsburgh Pirates, they obviously they played their first split squad action on the spring yesterday. And yesterday afternoon, the Pittsburgh Pirates, they played two games. It was their first split squad action, a great for league play. Uh, they played a pair of road games yesterday. And one contest, uh, the Pirates squad traveled to Clearwater to play the Philadelphia Phillies. And the other, the Pirates sent a squad to Dunedin to play the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, both games started at 1.07 p.m. Eastern. Uh, each of the two games, we'll see a pitcher. They saw a pitcher. Competing for the final spot in the team's starting rotation, uh, taking the hill in clear water. Uh, Nick came to the rubber for the Bucks. Uh, this was Kingdom's second start of the spring. Last Sunday, in a start that came against the Miami Marlins, came pitched two scoreless innings for the Pirates. And his two scoreless innings of work came allowed two hits. He should have walked and he recorded one strikeout. Meanwhile, in Dunedin, rookie Davis will make his first appearance of the spring for the Pirates. Davis recently inked to a minor league contract and will compete for the final spot in the team's rotation. Davis will likely start the season. In the rotation at AAA Indianapolis, the Pirates will give him an opportunity this spring to earn a MLB rotation spot. That opportunity begins, or began, yesterday. In the first week of spring, the Pirates have taken it easy on many of their proven veterans. Francisco Cervelli has only played first base and served as the DH in one game. Left fielder Corey Dickerson was a DH. In his uh, lone start, and Josh Bell has made just one start. On Friday, uh, you know, some Pirates regulars began to pop in the starting lineup. On Thursday, manager Clint Hurdle said second baseman Adam Frazier has played in just one game thus far this spring. We'll start to play more this weekend. The same applies to tenor fielder starting Marte. The Pirates and Phillies matchup was broadcast on KDKA Radio, as well as Pirates.com. As for the game against Toronto, the Blue Jays broadcast. Uh, was found on MLB.com or the MLB app. And, you know, I just want to do a continuation of yesterday uh, and really just talking about some of the players that really haven't seen much much action. And this happens early in the spring, and this is why you can't take too much of a look into, you know, the offense. The offense is always a step behind, and really we haven't been seeing the true offense. Um, you know, we had a 211 batting average in the month of February, uh, so that wasn't encouraging. But, again, the, the guys that are going to be in the everyday lineup really didn't play. Corey Dickerson only had one start as has DH. Cervelli is only DH and played first base. Josh Bell has only had a single start at first. Uh, and we still haven't seen Adam Frazier. Marte hasn't played much. And, you know, they're all going to start playing more this weekend. And if I had to guess right now at the lineup, I'd venture to go with – you'll probably see Frazier in there, Cervelli, Dickerson, Bell. Uh, Marte, I'd, I'd venture to guess all those guys would be in the lineup this afternoon. You know, it's it's big. You got Saturday game against the Yankees at home. You got all your good pitchers pitching. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun game this afternoon. And if that's the lineup, it'll definitely be even more reason to watch your Pittsburgh Pirates or listen to them uh, this afternoon. Uh, again, it's on Pirates.com. Pit basketball will be on at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so they, they take, you know, they have a high level of importance than with their regular season game. Pirates with a spring training game. Um, but but the storylines in this afternoon's game are going to be important to follow. Uh, regardless of if you can't listen to it, it's definitely going to be good to check the box score and you know see how our guys did. 
this past week really was an important week. You know, we got to see top prospects play, and it was exciting to see some of the future get on the field. But really, it was minor leaguers scrimmaging against minor leaguers, especially after the sixth inning. You look at six, seven, eight, nine, or seven, eight, nine, you're not seeing major league talent go, go up against each other. Uh, and, and really, the guys that are going to be in the everyday lineup have yet to really get major action in. I'm pretty sure hasn't played at all. Uh, so it's going to be nice to see the guys get back on the field today. Uh, and see how they fare. See how they fare in their first game back. And again, you know, with with the off, the pitching is one thing because pitching is always ahead of the offense at this point in the spring. They're because they, their programs start right after the new year. As for you know the hitters, they have to get their timing down. That's what spring training is about: tempo and timing. Getting that tempo and timing, getting ready for opening day. So don't look too much into how the position players do. We can start to look at that certainly after this weekend and next week because, you know, opening day is coming up quickly. It's earlier this year, it being March 28th or Thursday in Cincinnati. So what? We've got 26 days until then. Uh, so there's a lot of work to be done, but there's still a lot of time. Uh, so, you know, after this week, it's, it's going to be time to get some, you know, some stuff down, get yourself ready for the regular season because that's, that's – at the point where you have to start looking at that. But especially for Adam Frazier, he's getting his first game, hopefully, uh, this afternoon. Uh, hopefully a lineup comes out. I want him. They've been releasing them pretty early, but uh, no luck for us so far. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so let's just look at the, the schedule for the rest of the week for the Pittsburgh Pirates. So week coming up on Sunday, I believe we've got the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Stone Bradenton. So we got a home weekend. That would be nice for uh, the Bradenton natives. On Tuesday, we're heading up the road to Sarasota to take on the Orioles. Wednesday, back at Lee Combe against the. No, no, no. Well, we're headed to Lee County to take on the Red Sox at Jet Blue. Thursday, coming home with Lee Combe to take on the Orioles. Friday, split squad action. Games are against the Blue Jays. Uh, half the squad will be taking on half the Blue Jays squad in Bradenton. Same deal, vice versa, in uh, Dunedin. That'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, out of all the games this week, I'm definitely most excited for the one this afternoon. And we, we've, you know, sort of milked that cow dry as to why the game is so exciting, uh, being game number nine of the, what is it, like 32-game uh, stretch. But if there's 30 games down in Florida, then we have those two games where we head down to Houston. Uh, take on the Astros in two exhibition games at Minute Maid Park. But, you know, being game nine and being early in the spring, it's it's nice to see. It's finally March. Baseball, like real baseball is going to be played this month. Like, like when is February? It's like, yeah, baseball is going to be played this month. But, you know, it's spring training. It's early spring training games too. Um, and really the, the exciting spring action is going to be happening in these next couple weeks. Uh, so it's it's going to be important to – you know, keep up, keep up to date, and always come back every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, or if you're listening to the archives, you know, always hop on. Anytime during the week, you can catch us. Go to the Apple Podcasts, uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can catch us uh, throughout the week, no matter what. Uh, Pirates baseball every single Saturday for, what, this is like the 32nd week straight that we've been with you guys. So definitely, it's been a pleasure, and 
we're very excited for the the regular season to begin. I mean, game nine out of a 32-game stretch, that's almost a third. Uh, If we can do the quick math here. Yes, we've played 28% of our exhibition slate already. Man, time flies. So, you know, uh, how many more episodes do we got until the opening day? One, two, three. Three more spring training episodes. And then on March the 30th, we'll be breaking down opening day. Uh, Again, guys, ready for that second game against the Cincinnati Reds uh, that afternoon. So we've got three more episodes ahead, talking spring training, breaking down all that action. But don't worry. Spring training is 28% over. Opening day will be here soon. Watch the game. You can't watch the game. Listen to the game on Pirates.com today. Very, very important game uh, for being early in spring training. Lyles on the mound. Vasquez, Kella, Crick, Rodriguez, Liriano, Agrizal all on the mound. Hopefully we see Frazier, Dickerson, Cervelli, Bell, Tay. Hopefully we see them all in the lineup. It's going to be an exciting one to watch in Bradenton against the powerful Bronx Bombers, the evil empire. Uh, for more Bucket Booth content, head over to our website at baseballpodcast.com. I have a great Josh Bell Ring It t-shirt design. Go purchase that. 21 bucks, Very cheap. High quality. Go check that out. If you're heading down to spring training or you want tickets uh, March 28th in Cincy or April 1st at home against the Cardinals, uh, head over to stubbyard.com. Punch in promo code BPN10 to get 10% off all tickets all the time. Give me a follow on Instagram at BucksDugout. I'm a partner, Jared, at Strong. On, go follow the Baseball Podcast Network on all the social media platforms for the other podcasts at our network. Uh, Instagram at Baseball Podcast Net, Twitter at Baseball Podcast One. I'll give you the spelling. That's P O D C A S One. YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Some great other podcasts in the network. Go give them a listen. But we'll be back here Saturday, same time, same place. Until then, let's go, Bucks, and let's let's win all the games this week. Let's take on the Yankees this afternoon.